me, let me do this this morning. Turn with me all the way to Isaiah. You know this is one of me, but I want to read it for a certain reason. I want to use a word in, in Isaiah chapter, uh, chapter uh, 6, verse 3. This has become one of my favorite verses in the Bible. It really has, because I've, uh, you remember you sing that song, I saw the Lord sitting on his throne. But there's a word that these, these angels used that I want to talk about that's not used in church anymore. It's a taboo word. It's not something that we need to get people nervous about. Like sin, we don't want to talk about sin no more because sin makes people feel uneasy. So we don't want you uneasy. You know, after all, if you get uneasy... You might stop giving your tithes. And you might say, well, I'm going to find a church where I can feel good in. Well, go. If you think, you think not preaching the Bible is good for you, then you, I, I, I could, you ain't going to make it. It's going to be according to God's word, right? If God's word says something, Isaiah 6, verse 3. This is Isaiah. When he saw the Lord. All the angels in heaven with six wings. Can you imagine seeing something with six wings? <laughs> two of them covered his eyes, two of them covered the feet, and two of them he used to fly with. What a creature. <laughs> but what were these angels singing? Holy, holy, holy. How many times have you said that? You know, when God says something three times in the Bible, he went better, you better listen, right? They honored God, and they used the word holy. They didn't say church, church, church. They didn't say pastor, 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 right? No. They didn't say denomination, denomination. You know what I'm going with it. The word was Holy. Do you know what that word means? That means separation. That means to be separate. That means to separate yourself from something. Ha! That's why we don't want to use the word holy, because we want to be able to still do what we want to do. We want to go to the ball games and what everybody else want to hear the jokes everybody else saying, want to sing the songs everybody else. We can still be a Christian and do all of that. No, you can't. I know this is going on the internet and people might not like it. If you're not holy, you're not going to heaven. Oh, we think of that holy. Oh, you know, we, we like glowing, our, our heads glowing with, 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 with uh, halo. Oh, he's holy. Oh, <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about this morning. To be holy is to be separate or separated. You can't sing the same songs you always sung. Can't wear even the same clothes you always wore. You can't, come on somebody, you can't watch the same movies you always watch. Oh, you, this is getting hot. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can't do the things you always do. You can't drink what you always drink. Come on, Holy Ghost. <laughs> because you're holy. Oh, Lord, you're going to get mad at me today. <laughs> you're separated. I was, 
The reason why I had something else this morning I was going to preach, but I, I got up this morning. Well, what was happening? This really happened. I'm not, I'm not joking with you. I was dreaming. And I saw myself tied with some tie straps, some little rubber things. And I was on death row. And I wasn't there because I had committed a sin or crime. Because what I was going to stand for in the future, Brother Allen, is going to put you out. You're going to be separated. You're going to want somebody might want to take your life. Because it's not going to be easy to preach holy. Holy is the Lord. It's not going to be easy to say God is holy. And those that worship him must be holy. Uh-oh. God demands a holy life. Oh, brother, I should have went to the Baptist church or the Methodist. They, they preach easy stuff. That's not, I don't care where you go. It's not changing the mind of God. My God, come on, somebody. I don't care what church you go to. I don't care what book you read or Bible. It's not changing the mind of God. He said, holy. <laughs> holy. Holy is the Lord. God demands a holy life. Without holiness, I used to have that scripture in a while. I don't know if it's still there. No man shall see God. Come on, somebody. Second Peter, First Peter, chapter one, verse sixteen. We're gonna read some Bible today. Okay, is that all right? Do we still believe the Bible is real? What, what does your Bible say in the front of it, Yvette? Holy Bible. That book is separate from everything else. <laughs> Come on, somebody. It is separate. It doesn't tell you what the National Enquirer tells you or the Reader's Digest or, 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 <laughs> or the Purpose Driven Life. <laughs> Come on, so listen, we're getting spiritual now. We're going to get into the so-called spiritual books. First Peter chapter 1, verse 16. Somebody say, I'm there. All right. God gives a word through Peter. And he says this. Because it is written... Huh? There you go. That's the sign. Janice, remind me, it's in the back of me. Because it is written, be holy, for I am holy. Be holy, for I am holy. God is separate from sin. My Lord, I'm going to preach to you, brace. God is separate from the so-called religion we see today. God is separate from the debauchery and the mockery and the blaspheming that we see today. God is not going to accept anything but worship to him, Brother Allen. Because he is holy. Holy. Well, y'all not getting it this morning, ain't y'all? He is holy. He is separate. He's set aside from the world. He is set aside from sin. God sinned not. 
James said, or John said like this, he that sinneth is of the devil. Oh. <laughs> See, I can't get up in here today and tell you I'm perfect, but I'm holy. Because in my heart, there isn't a desire to sin. In my heart, there's a desire to be like God, brother. So I need it. In my heart, it's a desire to walk with the Lord. The more it goes, I don't want to even touch this world. I don't even want to put it on the television anymore because it's unholy. The, the sin, the debauchery, the, the evil that's coming over that devilish. I mean television, I'm sorry. <laughs> the stuff that is coming over that stuff is so wicked. So much lies, so much hypocrisy, so much blaspheming. Listen, I don't want to see it anymore. It strains me to watch TV. Because the more I read this book, the more I know who God is. Come on, somebody. My God, my God is not dead. He's alive. My God is not sleeping. He's alive. And he'll judge sin. Come on, somebody. He's angry at sinners every day, the Bible says. He's not pleased with Christians that allow sin in their lives. How can you say you have fellowship with God and walk in darkness? I'm going to go with that scripture. <laughs> we can't lie and expect God to be with us. If you're lying today, repent. He'll, he'll, he'll hear you if you repent. You ever prayed and struggled in prayer? Say, so what's wrong, God? And you know in your heart you're not doing what God told you to do. Hmm? You know in your heart you haven't pleased the Lord. You know in your heart there's things that are not right. And you wonder, where are you, God? Till you get it right, I'm not going to listen. I'm only going to hear a cry of repentance and sorry and come back on the light side and get out of the darkness, right? Fellowship with the Lord demands a holy life. Now, when I was coming up in a young Christian, I was learning that. I didn't know everything. It's the matter. I mean, I'm not as perfect as I am now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, I'm better off. I can say that much. I can. I know more. I understand God a little more. I understand what He wants and He doesn't want. There's two kinds of people in the world. There's the lost and the saved. Come on, Holy Ghost. There's two kinds of people in the world. The righteous, my God, and the unrighteous. There's two kinds of things. There's evil and there's good. See? That's what you have to know. What side is God on? Good side. What side is God on? The righteous side. What is God on? The holy side. What side do you want to be on? Come on, Jesus. My Lord, I'm meddling this morning. What side do you want to be on? <laughs> well, I kind of want to be in between you can't. Because you're going to get spewed out of his mouth. <laughs> he doesn't like lukewarm water. I don't know, you ever drink, you're working, you know what I'm saying, but on a hot day, and you go to get, to, to get a, uh, some water, and all of a sudden, that water don't taste right. It's just warm. After you've been sweating, sweating, fixing to fall on the ground, you grab a bottle of water, it's just warm. That don't taste too good. 
But if it's cold, see, I'd rather you be cold or hot. Because you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out of my mouth. Listen, times are coming where we're going to have to realize what is, what is clean and unclean. Do you want to be on the clean side or on the unclean side? Well, there's a lot of Christians on the unclean side. No, because they're not Christian. Oh, oh, if they are, then they better get right. Can't be in an unclean place and be right with God. I'm not going to be long. I'm going to be Charlotte. Charlotte in the boogie this morning, maybe. Bob Book preached last week. He had a good message, but he didn't take him long. <laughs> Listen, when you lift your hands up, surrender. You put them down, the devil wins, right? <laughs> Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on. I said, when you put them down, what do you do? You, you, you're giving in to the devil. When you stop worshiping, sister won't eat him. And you stop worshiping God, the devil will win. Come on. You can be on the dark side or on the light side. You can be on the unclean side or on the clean side. You can be part of life or death. My Bible says the wages of sin is death. My Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Holy Ghost is here this morning. Come on, somebody. Somebody shout. Somebody say, hey, God. We are real. This is real. You're either holy or unholy. <laughs> my, 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 my. My, my. Come on. Holy. I can keep saying that. Holy. Holy is the Lord. Holy, separated, set aside from everything else is the Lord. God is holy. Okay. Turn with me to Colossians chapter 3. Man, this is good. Somebody say, I'm glad I'm in church today. <laughs> Woo-wee. Don't you, don't you love having the Word of God before you? Don't you love knowing the truth? Don't you, know, don't you love having God's Word in front of your face? You know, I've, I've been preaching on the fruits of the Spirit. You know, I'm going to have to go back to it, but today it's... Holiness demands... The fruits of the Spirit in your life. It's part of, it's part of a, a righteous character that God has given you. Holiness, de- listen, I'm going to make, listen, the fruits of the Spirit only can be operated in a holy person. Right? The, the fruits of the Spirit does not function in unbelieving people or backslidden people. He says here in Colossians chapter 3 verse 12 says, therefore, as the elect of God. Who's the elect of God? You are, right? You are the child of God. You are the elect of God. I know Israel is called the elect, but in this verse, he's writing to the church. Paul said, you who are elect of God. How many are elected in here? Come on, serious. How many are chosen by God? How many are going to heaven? Come on, Holy Ghost. You're elected. For those that are elected, I'm talking to Christians, okay? 
I'm talking, if you're not a Christian this morning, I mean, this is not for you. But I'm talking to you that are Christian. All right? And for those that listen on the internet that are Christian. Therefore, as the elect of God, <laughs> what he says the next word? Holy. You mean to tell me the Christian has to be holy? Yes. The elect have to be holy? <laughs> the elect have to be holy? <laughs> the elect have to be separated? Yes. Set aside? The elect have to be just and righteous? I can go on and on and on and on. Listen. You know how you, how you could tell somebody is not holy? Just listen to them mouth. What's coming out of their mouth. If they get more glory in this world and talk more about the saints and the football and basketball and baseball, or they talk more about the movie they watched, you know, something that God don't want you to do, they'd have more glory. The conversation is more about everything else. But Jesus, something is wrong. In that case, too, <laughs> it says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long suffering. Oh, means patience. Oh, means gentleness, kindness, forgiveness. Mercy. These are the things that operate in holy people. These are the things that the people of God are demonstrating in their lives. These things have to be there to be holy. Now I understand a Christian that just got born again, one that knows the Lord, to start off is learning, okay? I'm still learning. I'm still learning more about the character of God and who God is than I've did in my whole life. I'm still trying to figure out some things. But one thing I know for sure, without hesitation, that God is holy, holy, holy. See, God and the devil doesn't fellowship. Come on, Holy Ghost. God's ways and the devil's ways doesn't mix up. You can't eat at the Lord's table and the devil's table at the same time. My question to you is, ask yourself, when you go into a situation or you're dealing with something, is this of God or is this of Satan? Would God approve of this or is it more of Satan's approval? It's what the devil wants. Simple thing. Some people say, well, I'm going to pray about it. No, you don't have to pray about it. You know what's right and wrong. You know, you know what sin is. You know it's ungodliness. You know it's not right. Oh, Lord. And then, you know, I'm, uh, <laughs> it's going to be not going to be as long, as, but it's going to be powerful. I mean, I wanted you to get all of this this morning. What is just? What is right? What is holy? You have to demonstrate kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering. Bearing one another. You mean I have to deal with that person? I have to forgive that person? I got to love that person? <laughs> Bearing one another? You might not like me all the time, but you got to bear with me. <laughs> Listen, people that are growing in the Lord, I understand. 
I can, I can handle that. Somebody that's just a born-again Christian that said, well, I, but then I don't understand. Well, let me show you. But I got to first show it in me, right? I got to first demonstrate the holiness of God in my life. I can't tell somebody they're a liar if I lie. I can't tell somebody not to commit adultery if I commit adultery. I can't tell somebody not to steal if I steal. How holy is that? That's, that's the message that's coming over the pulpit today where there's nothing about God's character. It's all about man and his glory. And I'm not naming him. I mean myself. I'm not going to do it, but I heard a preacher. They just infuriated me. He said, you know how Jesus said it wasn't robbery to be equal with God. So he said, because I'm like Jesus, I am equal with God. I said, what? He said, I am the same as God, Brother Allen. I am equal in power and glory as God. That's what he was saying. No, Jesus said he thought it not robbery to be equal because he was the closest thing to God on this planet. But that preacher's lost. He's a sinful man that needs to get knocked down a few pegs. You know what I'm saying? But no, he's not equal with God. He's not even a little God. He's unholy. He's blaspheming the very God that I serve. He's not equal with God. I am not equal. I can never. I can't. I'm struggling to be a good Christian. I'm trying to find the ways of God. How dare somebody have enough gall to tell you that he's like God? <laughs> oh, please. One of them got up. He asked his congregation, and what bothered him about Alan? It bothered me because he had people, all kind of people standing in front. One said, you want to see what God looks like? He did this. I said, really? I said, if God looks like you, buddy, we're in trouble. <laughs> no, he was saying, I am God. That's what he was saying. You want to see God? Look, look at me. That man needs to get saved. I'm not his judge. But if you start saying things like, I kind of wonder what's coming out of your mouth. Angering me. It angered me so much. Why in the world are we, we're not preaching the gospel? Why in the world are we not telling people what sin is? Unjust and unholy is. We're too busy trying to make them believe that we're some gods. Please, come on. Get a life, man. Seriously? What a shame and a shamble the church is in. I agree with Brother Swaggy when he said the whole head is sick. It is. The, the, the church in America has gotten down to the point where we don't mention holy anymore. We don't mention sin anymore. And they got some of them even mentioned that they're equal with God. No, they're not equal with God. Probably lost. Probably need to get saved. Hallelujah. But he says here, I got to get my steam off. I'm sorry. I hate to blow it out. <laughs> if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you must. Now watch. This is going to, this kind of rattles people's cage because if I'm holy, I'm going to forgive others. Right? Oh, and then they got some dark pain that's in the past. We got problems getting rid of because somebody hurt us. Come on. If I am holy, like God, not I'm not God. I'm, if I'm holy, 
Like it says, be holy for I am holy, right? I have to forgive others. My Lord, what they've done to me. That is one of the, the fruits of holiness, right? That is one of the fruits of righteousness. As God has forgiven me, as a holy Christian, I have to demonstrate forgiveness to others. That's what he said. We know the Lord's Lord, forgive us our debts, our sins, as we forgive those indebted against us. That's the part of the Lord's Prayer. That's a principle that we're trying to teach us. We have to forgive. We have to love people. We have to go out, go out there and show them the light of God. Listen, I want you to get a hold of this beginning. Anything this morning. You're not. You're not what others are yours you're not you're separate when somebody says well you think you got the only god you worship the only way yes i do come on holy ghost if if, if i'm worshiping jesus jesus said himself i am the way the truth and the life you know what that means the other well, the rest of the religion is saying oh you can worship buddha and you can worship mary and you can worship harry harry krishna you can worship all these false gods you can worship allah and all this stuff. no you can't if you're holy, you're separate. You worship one God. Come on, Holy Ghost. I'm going to get somebody mad over this internet. <laughs> you worship one God. You worship the Son of God and, and the Holy, through the Holy Spirit. One way. I'm going to make you mad today if you listen. Allah didn't die for your sins. Hallelujah. Mary didn't die for your sin. Come on, somebody. Uh, all these false gods didn't die for your sin. Jesus died for your sins. <laughs> That's what's going to make us separate from the world. That's what's going to make us separate from other churches. There are churches today in this country, supposed to be born again, are going to put up Halloween decorations and have Halloween parties this week. Something, my God, what's more darker than Halloween? The celebration of demons, Brother Allen. The celebration of death. Hell. It's all fun now. Christians are saying, oh, it's all fun. No, it ain't fun. No, it ain't fun. It's evil. It's darkness. And I've decided to put a new name on it. It's not Halloween. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. There's a place in Blue Bridge, a house. If you turn, go all the way down. down uh, anyway, Padres, you take a right going into I'll tell you what, there's every demon I could think about in my mind, could conjure up in my mind, that's in that front yard. I said, you ought to see. There can't be a human being that thought of all that. There's so much statues to skeletons and witches and evil stuff. It's unreal. The whole yard, you can't go five feet without a, a, a demon spirit. Something motivated by Satan in that yard. And I thought about that. I said, man, what's wrong with people? Giant skeletons with their eyes glaring, witches and, 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 and uh, demons. And, I mean, you ought to see that. that. That's what Halloween's about. You want to know? Go look at that front yard. That's what it's about. 
And when Christians can say, the devil loves it. He'd, he'd love to have Christians celebrating Halloween. He'd, he'd love to have them ignorant and thinking it's all right when they often worship to him. That's unholy. Come on. That is unholy. That is unholy. If you're going to pass out something for Halloween, get you a bunch of tracks and put it in their little, little they'll probably sue you. Come on, man. I said, what, what's wrong with it? And, and so many churches are going to have Halloween parties. They even dress it up as Bible characters. God don't want you to dress up as a Bible. It's still the spirit of Halloween. You're doing the same thing. Oh, this is an alternative night. We get kids off the street. No, you're celebrating. I don't care how alternative you call it. It's sin. Find a place to pray. That little babies and, and young people are going to die that night in the hand of Satan. And you sitting there dressing your little kids in Halloween costume, calling yourself a Christian? Come on. Want to be binding that spirit, man. Want to be standing against the darkness that's happening that night. God has nothing to do with these little alternative nights. Now they call it Harvest Fest, things like that. That is, they're celebrating the spirit of Halloween. I went to a church one day and I saw they had pumpkins all carved out. Seriously, I said, I told the pastor, I said, man, that ain't right. I said, some of the most demonic, oh, but the kids are having, you know, it's not about, yes, yeah, about Halloween. Justifying it. But it was wrong. Thank God when, he, when I shared that with him, he went and pulled them all out. Thank God he had enough heart to see it. Sin. Halloween, call it what it is. I know I'm getting off into that. But that's, un, that's darkness. To, to, to participate in anything that's unholy, you're okay in the sin. Come on, somebody. You're saying it's okay. When you have it in your church, you're saying there's nothing wrong with it. Well, you do what I did. Me, I, every time I drive, when you go down all the way, uh, Grand Point, you get to the end, to that, that Chevron, take a right, look at, look at that house. I want to think about it. I, see, I, think, I think about every nightmare I could have. I never saw it that bad. But anyway, go with me. Let me see where I'm going now. <laughs> I got off into preaching. I forgot where it was. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Since we're right there. I'm not going to keep you too much longer. Verse 14. Verse 14, chapter 12. God is going to judge wickedness. God is going to judge sin. Verse 14 says, you all got it? Pursue peace with all people. And that should be our, our strife, unity, right? We don't want to be at strife with anyone. We don't want to be at division with anyone. Pursue peace. Years ago, Brother Mike told me something. I was working for the Ohio Department. And there's some things that Brother told me I, I just stuck in my memory. I was having a conflict with, with one of the workers. Uh, and it all started because... 
I was learning to drive a motor grader, and the man was teaching me. I said, well, the Lord's going to help me. That's all I told him. He said, the Lord ain't going to do it for you. Oh, boy. And he, and he went around, and I was listening. He was mumbling about me and everything. And I went, and I got in his face. And the Lord told me. <laughs> I wasn't going to apologize. He didn't tell me to apologize for standing up for righteousness because I, I was angry. And I went and came to church one day, and I told Brother Mike about it. He said, Lanny, pursue peace with all men. I said, what? <laughs> as much as light in you live peaceable with all men. I'm not gonna, I didn't apologize for my God, brother. I saw what I was doing. But because I got angry. You understand what I'm saying? And look, I could have knocked the living daylights out of him that day. And you know what? The Lord says, I want you to shake his hand. Oh, it took a while, but he finally did it. I went to him. <laughs> I grabbed him one day. I said, how you doing? <laughs> you know what? I felt such a release. Because that was a testimony of the Lord. Okay. Let me get my glasses on. What I said, 12 verses... 14. <laughs> oh, Lord. A message like that makes people nervous. You know what I'm saying? But it's the truth. <laughs> Pursue peace with all men and holiness. Now watch. Holiness? That means separation. Pursue peace. How could you be whole? How could you, how could you pursue peace if you separated? Well, there's peace in separation. Because if you're, not gonna, if, you, if you're in their presence and striving with them, there's no peace, right? So holiness brings peace because if I don't argue with anybody or if I don't fight and bite and devour one another, we won't have no, no, no strife, right? Do you know holiness demands us to be separated? When a man, listen, I had a, I've had some incidents, man, when I could have just, one little guy, again with the state. I remember working with him and boy, he, he just aggravated the living hell out of me. I mean, whatever hell I had in him, he would take it out. <laughs> He'd it. And, and I was sharing with him. And, he, you know, I did put me in charge. So I told him to do something, and he, he went off and did his own thing. And he got mad at him. And I went to him, and, man, I, listen, I got in his face. And I was angry. <laughs> I was mad. <laughs> I could have broke that little guy into me. And the Lord, I walked off, and the Lord said, you go apologize to him. Oh, I said, apologize? <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Listen, you talk about break pride, buddy. That did it. I just wanted to tear his head off his shoulder. That's how bad I was. Then I swallowed my pride and said, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, and I said, I shouldn't have done that. You know what he told me? I don't care. I said, oh, brother. That went good. Did it. He got me mad again. I went by and I shoot him out again. He said, go back, Lenny. Oh, Lord, don't make me do that again. <laughs> so he, I went back and he did the same thing. But when I was leaving the state, I found out he was sick. And he was dying. So I called him. You know what he told me? He said, you know what? I never met those things I said about you. 
my God, you hear what I'm saying? What if I wouldn't have went back? What if I would have demonstrated holiness and forgiveness? That boy might be in heaven today. That boy might be in heaven today. For what? Because we demonstrate God's forgiveness. I'm saying sometimes take wrong if need be, the Bible says, to end strife. And I understand that. I said, man, God, why are you making making us do stuff like that? It doesn't make sense when it's happening. You know, Elijah doesn't say that doesn't doesn't work. It doesn't happen. Yes, it does. Do it God's way. (laughs) I went next door this morning and I I told Brother Allen, I said, Brother Allen, excuse me a little while, I'm going to go. Unless I had one lady, man, she, man, if she had a gun, she'd have shot me. And we started talking about sin and homosexuality. I said, it's sin. That's what it is. One said, I gotta go to the Catholic Church. I said, well, go. That's not what I'm talking about. But it's still sin. <laughs> and you know what? But I had one when I'm listening. One was nodding his head. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I said, the devil comes. I said, I don't believe in the devil. I said, well, he's there. Whether you believe it or not. And you know what he does? He comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And, you know, I shared a little bit, and I walked off, and I'm just relieved that we plant, I planted two Bibles over there with some tracts that they'll be saved. But I said, no, I've got to leave it in their hand, the Lord's hand. It's God. Now, you did it. We did it. It's, it's done. I didn't go over there and argue with them. I just said, Jesus is the answer. We're going to demonstrate holiness and forgiveness. And we're going to demonstrate the righteousness of God by the actions we take. I didn't go over there with my own word. I went over there with the word of the Lord. And you have to handle situations in your life with the word of the Lord. What does God say? How does God deal with it? What does God think? Right? Holy. Holy, holy is the Lord. I didn't go over there to cuss with them. You don't go share the gospel to cuss with people who laugh at their dirty jokes. You don't go there to sing their songs with them, grab a beer and have a good time with them. You go over there to present holy. Holy. Holy is the Lord. You are holy because you're separate. How many do the things, don't do the things you used to do? I mean, you don't. Come on. How many don't lie and cuss and do the things you used to do? Because you are holy, separate. The things that you had no problems with before, the things that you laughed at and would, would join with them in, you don't do anymore. I hate the F word. At one time, F word, I could fly it off at the handle when I was lost. I hate the N word. To call black people. I can't stand that word. Because it's, 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 it's deploying. It's, 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 it's destroying people with. I mean, it's, it's, it's bringing people low. A human being. It's ugly. It's nasty. Christians should never talk like that. Christians should never use words that blaspheme and destroy your, your testimony. 
We are living in a time where the church just flies off the handle. This is just, they're talking just like the world. They got more divorces in the church than they got, they got in the world right now. They said it neck and neck. That's it. Come on, don't you read your Bible? Don't they read their Bible? The Bible is very clear. Marriage is still dead to your part. And, and I can prove that scripturally. Marriage is forever, unless it's for fornication or adultery. As long as an unbeliever and they leave and you're a believer, you're no longer. But as for, there's very few excuses for divorce. Very few. Because what do you, what do, you do when, you, when you hear that at, at a, a, a wedding? We join these people in holy matrimony. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. No, you know, if you go, go get a justice of the peace or you get somebody that's not a preacher here, they'll say, well, we join them in matrimony. But a Christian wedding, when you're married, you say, holy matrimony. Come on, somebody. Because a marriage is, 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 is a testimony of a separate. You marry that person. You're, you're, listen, you're not married to mama no more. You're not married to grandma. You're not married to cousins. You're not married to this one, or brothers and sisters. You're separate. When you're going together as a, as a married couple, it's holy. You don't have 15 people with you in your bedroom. You take your wife <laughs> or your husband, right? You don't take. Uh, <laughs> you know where I'm coming from. Because it's a sacred commitment between you and your wife or your husband. You don't share things that a husband and wife shares with somebody else. Personal things. I'm not going to get into all the graphics, but there's things me and Janice do. I ain't going to let you have I'm no part of. Because <laughs> it's holy before the Lord. We're, 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 we're married. We're one. We're separate. Okay. I'm almost finished. Somebody say amen. <laughs> let me just kind of <laughs> let me just kind of paraphrase. You know, and, and if you want to write it down, I, I, I just listen. I got up this morning. I, I had some, and I started hearing from the Lord, and I just started dancing. I'm just writing stuff down. I'm sitting on the side of my bed. That's what I'm saying. I'm what you call a a, a, a scrappy preacher. I scrap a scrappy preacher. I scrap everything down and I preach. <laughs> huh? Well, but for years I've been scripting some things in my heart. For years reading the scriptures, you learn a lot, you, the Lord teaches you something. But anyway, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 6, verse 17 said, Be separated, said the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. What does that word separation mean? Holy or holiness. Be separated, said the Lord. Touch not <laughs> the unclean thing. So holy people, Sister Juanita, don't touch alcohol. They don't touch things that are unclean. They don't touch another man's wife. They don't lie. They don't cheat. They don't do those things the world is doing. Holy means separated. Separated. Don't touch the unclean thing. Don't. Listen. It, it, <laughs> I remember hearing a story about a preacher. He, he, he was preaching, you know, and, and all of a sudden, he would notice people weren't listening. Oh, dinner's cooking. Oh, so I'll get with you, preacher friend. And you know, he said, you know what? I got a confession to make. I kissed another woman. 
Oh, everybody, everybody in the church woke up. Wait, what's this? And when he had all that attention, he said, it was my mom. Come on. Seriously. Well, we didn't want to hear the gospel holy, but we wanted to hear some gossip. We want to hear what was unclean, right? You ever get into, when when you're talking to somebody, you know, brother, so-and-so, let me tell you what he said. Oh, what, really? (laughs) Oh, oh, what he said? (laughs) You know, you're sitting there for an hour seeing the Lord Jesus, all the holy stuff. He's talking about the Lord. Come tapping there. And all of a sudden, let me tell you what Brother Lennox did. We thought he was a Christian. But listen to this. Oh, wait. All of a sudden, they, they come out of their trance. <laughs> and you know what? It's so easy to want to hear unclean or touch unclean. It's gossip. Gossip. Slander is unclean. Come on. Destroying somebody with your mouth. Is unclean. Boy, I'm hurting myself over here. <laughs> it's true. We can't be holy and touch the unclean thing. Gossip is unclean. Lying is unclean. Anger without a just cause, Jesus said. Be angry and sin not. I'm angry when I hear a preacher call himself God. That angers me because it's sin. But if I'm just angry to get in my way, to fulfill my, <laughs> looking at me like a, fulfill my pride and make myself feel good and holy, well, you're not holy. If that's what your, your idea of holiness is, okay. Be separated and touch not the unclean. This is a tough one. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 says, If my people, which are called by my name. Whose people? Ungodly people? Holy. My people. God said my people. Talking about the nation of Israel. But the church is the same way. My people. Who are called by my name. Shall turn from their wicked ways. Shall turn from their sin. Seek my face. I will hear from heaven and heal their land. Come on, my people. Remember, God's not talking to the pagans. He's talking to his people. He's not talking to the unholy. He's talking to the holy people. Right? The royal priesthood, the Bible says. Romans 12, verse 9. And one more. You can turn there. That could be it. I promise. That's it. Romans chapter 12, verse 9. Listen to this verse. I believe this word came from the Lord this morning, okay? I wish, me, I wish brother so-and-so would have been here. He needed it. No, you're here. <laughs> you're here. <laughs> I'm going to sing you a little song. 
before, before I need it. Let me put my guitar, before I read it. I'm going to show you something. If I think I'm going to remember the words, listen to it this morning. You know, everybody else but me. God's talking to everybody else but me. Right? God's talking to Brother Allen, Sister Ethel. Well, she's not here. Someone eating, my mama, all of y'all in the front. He's talking to everybody, but he's not talking to me, right? Everybody else but me. Everybody else but me. Jesus was talking to them hypocrite and Pharisees. Everybody else but me. And it goes on. I went to church one day last month. The preacher preached real good. He talked about true commitment, New Testament brotherhood. He talked about the games we play, the gossip and the words that slay. I wish Joe would have been there that day. <laughs> he really needed to hear it. <laughs> Everybody else but me. Everybody else but me. Jesus was talking to them hypocrite and Pharisee. Everybody else but me. Got the point? Huh? Everybody else but me. Brother Lenny's talking to everybody else but me. No, I'm talking to you. I wish I'd remember the whole song. I forgot how to. <laughs> but God is talking to you. Talking to you. He's talking to me. What does the Bible say? Verses uh, 9. Let love be without hypocrisy. <laughs> or demulation. The King James says that. But it's without hypocrisy. You can tell me you love me all you want. But if you go back and slay me with your mouth, you don't love me. Right? You're a hypocrite. If you're looking to destroy me by destroying my character and destroying my testimony, and you can tell me you love me all you want. If you're, that's all you're doing. You're evil. You're a hypocrite. Don't tell me you love me if you want to destroy my family, my, my, my home, my, my, my ministry. Let it be without demulation or hypocrisy. Abhor what is what? What does that word abhor mean? It means to hate what is evil. Oh, let's just get deep. <laughs> hate that which is evil. <laughs> hate evil. Cling to that which is good. Be kindly effectuated one to another or affect. <laughs> it says to one another with brotherly love. In honor, giving preference to one another or preferring one another. Not lagging in, I mean, in your kingdom, not lagging in diligence, fervent in the spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patience, and tribulation, continue steadfast in prayer, distributing to the, to the need of the saints, giving to hospital. Now, listen, if you're holy, you're going to do those things, right? If you're separate, you're going to abhor evil. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna love out of a pure heart. You're gonna forgive out of a pure heart. You're gonna show mercy out of a pure heart, right? 
As much as God has given you the spirit of holiness, which don't come from you, it comes from him. He gives us holiness because he is holy. He wants us to look like him, spiritually speaking. He wants us to understand like him. He wants us to, to walk like he would walk. Let me tell you something. There's some misconception about that. Oh, if we love and have mercy and everything, we're going to always love them and not get angry. No. You know, God loves them more than you can love them, but he gets angry. He destroyed thousands of people in the days of Noah because he, he was holy. What angered God? Sin. What angered God about these people? Because they were unholy. Come on, Holy Ghost. His love for Noah, he did the world a favor when he destroyed these people because if they would have permitted to exist, we would have never have Jesus Christ because they would have destroyed the seed of Christ and we would have never been saved. We would have never, never known the Lord. How powerful is that? Right? But God prepared an ark for the saving of Noah and his family. And he said, come thou into the ark. Come where things are holy. Come where God is reverence and his spirit is reverence. Come into the ark. He, you know, listen. He didn't say go into the ark. He said, come. Where does God have to be to say come? He has to be in the ark. You know God was with Noah in that ark, brother Al? When those waves were hitting and, and, and it could have destroyed every life, God was there. God plugged every leak that could have drowned them. God, he sealed that, that oh my God, I'll preach. I'm going to get off in another sermon. Let me stop. He sealed that ark with that holy pitch to where Noah and his house was saved. It was a holy God that done that. Right? It was a holy God that done that. A God that just, you could call it what, destroyed, murdered. The Bible even said it, it was, God was sorry that he even created man on the earth. He got that bad. For God to say he was sorry for making something or creating something, that's bad. I've got a feeling he's going to be saying the same thing soon. Can't believe these people. They got churches on every corner, but yet holiness is not a word that's spoken in it. Come on. Turning from sin is not a word. Spoken. The preaching text is right now. He said he don't even use the word sin in his church. He don't want people to get sin consciousness. He ain't even saved. That boy is black, black sleeping. You know what I'm talking about. Turning many hearts into sin. That would not stand up and say, call what sin is sin. Unholy. Without sin. We think we, they don't want to talk about sin because sin, sin is a, a taboo, man. We don't want people to feel uncomfortable. Yes, you do. Somebody's living in sin. You want them to be uncomfortable. You want them to know sin is real, that they're going to hell if they don't turn to the Lord. Because God is holy. 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 Stop saying that word, Berlin. You're making me nervous. Either, I don't care how nervous you are. He's holy. Holy, holy, God is separate from the world. I'm not talking about the planet now. I'm talking about society. God has no approval of what's going on today in the new religion of NFL and uh, whatever. 
that's a religion. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting more away from that. Isaac comes to put it on in my house. I said, no, I don't want to see it, son. And I know God's going to take him out of it. I'm going to start seeing that it's nothing but a religion. Many people are missing church today to sit in this debauchery of self-worship. And I say it a lot of time. I'll preach it all the time. To carry, somebody to carry a pig's bladder or cow's bladder, whatever they carry, across a field. And everybody cheers because somebody makes it from one end to the other. I said to myself, how useless. And that's what they're going to be remembered before? Nothing holy about it. <laughs> but my God is holy. 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 Stand up, praise God. And I'm going to ask you a question. And I'm, I'm not just talking to you. Seriously, I'm talking to myself, okay? Do we fit the criteria of holy? Come on, somebody. I'm not saying you're not safe, okay? Listen, a lot of people, they, they, they hear something and say, well, I got to go, I got to go get, uh, I just am not serve. I know I could serve. You're right. You can't follow only through the Holy Ghost. You can obey God. If you're trying to do this in your own flesh, you'll fail every time. I realize I have, I have no power over sin outside of the Holy Spirit and the blood of Jesus. I can't make excuses anymore, though. And you can't make excuses. Well, they deserve that. And I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to keep some of the Bible, but I'm going to throw the rest of it away. No, you can't do that. It's not a cafeteria religion. You can't pick and choose what you want. The first thing we have to do is remember, God is holy. And he's not going to accept anything less. I'm not saying you're perfect. Now listen, most people, listen, I'm trying to balance this out. I'm not saying that you're perfect. But if you stay where you're at and say, well, I'm, I'm comfortable where I'm at, then you got a problem. I am not comfortable where I'm at. Man, i got so much I could, have, I could do and learn. I'm going to do that till, I, till the Lord comes back. We, I'm never going to grow. But I'm going there, Sister Juanita. I'm getting there. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting there. You've had all y'all. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going forward. I'm not sitting back and saying, man, I think I'm all right with God. And I, I don't have to worry about that. I, I think me and God's like this. No, you got a problem. That kind of attitude ain't going to get nowhere in heaven. The more you start reading that book, that's good. this thing is going to help out a lot because it takes you through the whole Bible. <laughs> it shows you the very character of God and what He is and what He expects of us. Just because you got born again, that doesn't mean you don't have to follow the Ten Commandments. People say, well, why? No, because that's God's character. Those, those are holy. And it tells you what God wants. Most people say, well, I'm not bound by the law. Well, okay. I can, I can do my sinning. Well, let me ask you a question. Is the first commandment, thou shalt have no other gods before us? Before you? Is that, is that the first commandment? Can you, can you get another God and still have God? I said, wait a minute. I never thought about that. Oh, we called you. Yeah, but we, 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 I don't follow the law. Well, I'm asking you. Can you blaspheme God and still call yourself a Christian? Use his name in vain and still call yourself a Christian? You don't judge your salvation based, but you judge your holiness based on God's character and what you've applied in your own life. Most people say, well, they're taking commandments of salvation. No, they're not. But they are the righteousness of God. And unholy people break them. 
holy people keep them. Right? Breaking the Ten Commandments is a, is, is a fruit that you're, that it's a sign that you're unholy. If you can honestly go and do these things and not have a conscience about it, you ain't safe. There's, listen, I can't think for a minute using his name in vain. I can't think of a name blaspheming him, his name. Putting a, saying I could have a other God and God too. Well, most religions are saying that right now. Most Christian preachers say, oh, we could, you know, God is a, a, a God, you know, Allah is another name for Jehovah. No, it's not. Buddha is another name. No, it's not. Billy Graham said that himself. Oh, you, as long as you have a Christ likeness, you can be Catholic, you can be, you can be Baptist, you can be Muslim, you can be, you're going to heaven. He's lied to the people. No, you can't go to heaven being a Muslim. You can't go to heaven being a Catholic. If you're going to follow that doctrine, you are deceived. My God is holy. And my God demands holiness and, and worship of Jesus only. One mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. It ain't Muhammad, it ain't Buddha, it ain't Allah, it ain't Mary, it ain't none of these people. There's only one seed of righteousness that was born without sin. His name is Jesus. And that's it. How can I please the Lord? By faith. Faith in His Word. How can I live a holy life? By doing what He says. Well, I feel like I go back so often. Don't go back. I'm not saying you, I'm not judging you because sometimes there's things are struggles. But if you give up. And say, I ain't going to fight this. I'm just going to accept. It's part of my life. Then, then you've, you let the devil win. If you know something's in your life that needs to change, do it. It might take a day. It might take a week. It might take some time. There's a lot of Christians that are struggling. We're still struggling with things that are unholy. They're fighting with that battle because I think personally they're not trusting in the, the word of the Lord. They're not trusting in the power of God to be healed or saved or delivered, Right? In Jesus' name, Father, we thank you for this morning. I just praise God for you this day. I praise you for what you're doing. I thank you for the word of God, Father, your word. That is life. And Lord, we just thank you, Father. As everybody goes today, Father, I pray you bless their day. And in Jesus' name, touch them. And be with them.